Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. My name is Pam. Hey, I'm Jeremy, and thanks for being with us this week. Pam, before we get going, we had some big news. A couple of big things come out in the last week. First and foremost, it looks like we know that they are, in fact, like we had said in the past on the podcast, that they are going to go back to the well and they are going to be promoting somewhat a single off of last year's When Christmas Comes Around. Yeah, so they're really going to be pushing uh, Santa Can't You Hear Me with Ariana Grande. It seems, you know, we don't have, you know, confirmation that there is like a full radio campaign happening or things like that, but... Mm -hmm. It's looking pretty promising because if you go on Kelly's merch website, um, you're going to see a lot of new merch in regards to that song. So they just came out with the CD, which you can pre-order, a cassette, throwback, and a flexi disc, which I think is pretty much just like a seven inch vinyl, but just made out of plastic versus like vinyl material. Yeah, they, they're going to be very kind of, fl- I think they're going to be very flimsy. They're just, they're really inexpensive to produce. In fact, if if you're of a certain age like me, they actually used to put these things on the back of cereal boxes back in the day. So they are, um, they're, they're not something that's like long lasting. I will preface that. So when you do get it, you know, play it a couple of times, but be careful with it because they are not the strongest. Interesting. Well, that's why they are only $10. So yeah, yeah, and there's a cassette. Does anyone here really have a cassette player anymore? Jeremy, you probably do. I think I have one left. I have like a boombox that's in a basement gathering dust somewhere that has a cassette player attached to it. Yeah, I have no self-control and I ordered everything. It's only 10 bucks. <laughs> so uh, anyway, anyway. Yeah. so that's exciting. Um, we'll update you guys if we hear anything else about like if there's a full campaign happening and if they're going to be doing just way more promo with that song. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, really excited though because it was it definitely got great reception last year when um the two of them performed it on Kelly's Christmas special mm-hmm. and I think it can only go up from here. Yeah, again kind of doing something similar to what they did with Wrapped in Red where Underneath the Tree got kind of all the love for the first year and then in the next year they started to push Wrapped in Red as a single a bit. Uh, this is likely to be the only other song that gets any kind of push off of the Christmas record because really, after you know a year plus, your the newness of a Christmas album sort of wears off a little bit. There are going to be people who discover when Christmas comes around for the very first time this holiday season, uh, especially if it has to do with the Ariana single. So this is sort of the last, I think, the last gasp of juice left in the in the fruit, so to speak, uh, for when Christmas comes around. Uh, they're going to try to get a little bit more in the way of album sales for the holiday season, which is smart. And then hopefully we're going to be moving on to the next proper Kelly record after that. Yeah. And we have some other news completely unrelated that came kind of as a surprise to everyone and very under the radar. So yeah, um, there is a Broadway show, I believe, that um, it was in London for a while um, called Anne Juliet, inspired by Romeo and Juliet. I don't know like mm-hmm. the exact storyline. I don't know how it differs, but it's, yeah, I guess maybe from her perspective. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, it's coming to New York. I think they're doing previews soon-ish or now. I'm not sure. But they just released the... Um, original cast album. I believe it's actually uh, Atlantic Records is behind this because I saw them promoting this. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of pop music, a lot of like uh, 2000s, maybe 90s. I'm not sure. Um, oh my pop. gosh. It, it is it's a lot of inc- 90s. It's a lot. Well, no, I mean, it's a lot of like late 90s, 2000s. I mean, there's even some stuff that's a little more, uh, a little more current than okay. than most that you would see. But I mean, a lot of late 90s uh 2000s pop music i mean it's what a track list and uh since you've been gone is included in that it's funny i'll see commercials like on like my local news like they'll air like broadway like hey buy tickets today and i've heard it and i'm like oh okay now we mentioned a few weeks ago about we had like a question about um broadway like oh would you be interested in like a musical with kelly's music but she's not in it and i said no because a lot of times when people cover her music even if they have fantastic voices i think of it a lot as like kind of like karaoke so when i heard that 
they were releasing the Since You've Been Gone. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But then, if you look on the track, it says Kelly Clarkson. So I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe they're just going to like repurpose the original and do like a duet with the original. No, 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 no. She recut the vocals. This is yep. grown Kelly singing Since You've Been Gone. And like, it's such a nice little surprise. Yeah, it really was. And I mean, there's two versions on the actual album. There's the cast recording of Since You've Been Gone. And then Kelly is the only oh. artist out of out of all the artists that are included on the cast recording. She's the only one who came in and re-recorded her song that's used in the show. Because if you haven't seen the, the track list yet, we're talking NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Demi Lovato, Kesha, uh, so many more, uh, Katy Perry, Bon Jovi. I mean, this is, it's like a now that's what I call music if it became a Broadway show. <laughs> and it's really, really a, a fantastic track list. I need to actually go and listen through the whole thing because I've only listened to a couple of the songs. Uh, specifically, I listened to the Since You've Been Gone a few times, uh, but there is just a lot of really good music on here. I didn't realize that Kelly was the only one that like came in and actually cut it. Like I, admittedly, as you can probably hear now, I didn't really look too closely into the track listing and <laughs> all, anyone who was involved. I just was like, oh, Kelly and uh, what's her name? Let me look it up. Uh, Lorna Courtney. Lorna Courtney. I don't know who you are, but you did a good job. Um, what a nice little surprise and how ridiculous of me that I love this more than I love like the nine to five that we heard or whatever, anything like that. Like, this is what I like the most out of the random songs we've gotten in the last month or two. Yeah. Like you said, this was a really nice surprise. Uh, something that I would not have had on my, I think I'm stealing somebody's tweet that they put out there, but this was not something I had on my bingo card for, for 2022. So, uh, Nice little uh, near the end of the year surprise from Kelly, which is very cool. And I'm excited to listen to the rest of the cast recording because it's just, I mean, it's hit after hit after hit. And it only makes me want to see this Broadway show even more. Yeah. So check that out if you haven't. Um, the show is called Anne Juliet. Um, and it's on all of the streaming platforms. So check it out. This week, we have decided that we want to dig deep into the tour archives for this particular show. I really got into the numbers this week, Pam, and there have been a lot of performances of a lot of Kelly's songs in her catalog. Did you know that songs like Since You've Been Gone have been performed more than 600 times? Oh, gosh. Can you imagine oh, doing boy. anything in your life? That takes roughly three and a half to four minutes. Imagine doing it more than 600 times. And knowing that like she's never going to stop singing that yeah. as much as she wants to. It's n never going to happen. She's going to we're going to get to a thousand probably. Oh, for sure. And very easily. Yeah. Uh, so this week we're going to be focusing on the rarely played live songs. And we will want to talk about the ones that we actually kind of wish would get played more um, to sort of give you an idea of how we compiled this list. If you've never seen the website setlist.fm, it's a fantastic website that is a really great documentation of concerts and artists uh, when they're out on tour. It's a great resource that I use all the time. Uh, part of the things that I do in my job, in addition to the radio on air stuff, is I also do concert reviews and concert photography. And setlist.fm is a really good resource that I use to find out set lists for shows that I'm going to so that I have an idea of what to expect. By the way, side note, they're not paying for a sponsorship of anything of this particular yeah. episode. It just happens to be the one big outlet uh, that we used to come up with all of our stuff today. Now, I will say that Setlist is a little bit like Wikipedia in that it is not a complete and 100% accurate register of everything that an artist has played. When you have a bigger, more popular artist like Kelly Clarkson, it's going to be pretty close. You're going to have maybe 85 to 90% reliability in the numbers that you see. But then when you get to maybe smaller artists or less established artists, you're going to have a little more spotty uh, outcomes when you're looking for whether or not they have the set list available for the show that you went to. It's also like um, 
fan generated like yep. art like fans up i mean i guess the artists in theory could but like yeah it's mainly fans yeah fans the actual set lists yeah fans can go and upload the set lists in real time in fact i've been to shows where i've been watching setlist.fm uploading and, and updating in real time because there's somewhere in the crowd there's a fan who's documenting and it, and it happens a lot with artists who change up their set lists on a nightly basis I've, I've used them as an example before, like the Dave Matthews band who they don't do the same set list twice. So it's a little more difficult to do that when it comes to a band like that. But when you have an artist like Kelly, who aside from the nightly cover song, more or less does the same show night after night. Now I took the information from set list on top of some information that was out there on Wikipedia. And we were able to sort of come up with the list of songs that have been played the least and then uh, also we wanted to give you some information about the songs that have been played the most. Now, again, we're going to preface this for the entirety of the show. These numbers, there's a chance that they are not 100% accurate, but we've tried to make sure that they are as accurate as they can possibly be. So, Pam, if you had to take a guess, I already kind of gave you the number one, but if you could take a guess of what the top five songs that Kelly Clarkson has performed all time, what would they be? Okay. So definitely since you've been gone, as you said. Yep. That's number one. Um, Miss Independent. That's number two. Okay. Um, Hazel Eyes. That's number three. You're going right down the line. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know if I want, uh, I don't know if I want to say stronger because that came a lot later. Um, I'll say stronger. Is that in the top five? Stronger's in the top 10. It is not top five. Oh, that's what I thought, because it's a little bit later. Yeah, it has. Um, it, I would say it has roughly half the number of performances that Since You've Been Gone does. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, is, I don't know. Is it Breakaway Because of You? Does that round it out? Uh, Breakaway is number four. Because of You is number six. So there's another one. But again, you know, these numbers, I would say these numbers are within, I would say, the margin of error is somewhere between like maybe 40 and 50 just because there are a lot of shows that for Kelly that aren't included. So I'm giving some leeway here. Uh, so is it, wait, let me guess. Yeah. Let's see if you can guess. Is it walk away? It's walk away. Yep. Okay. So the top five is since you've been gone, miss independent, hazel eyes, walk away, breakaway, breakaway, walk away, breakaway, walk away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not surprising. So as of uh, the recording of this episode, Walkaway is number five with 407 performances. Because of You is 404 performances. So that's why I'm saying that Because of You could very well be in the top five just because of the disparity of uh, performances. And in fact, I will go ahead and say that I, I'm going to say Because of You is in the top five just because from what I could see on set list, they actually don't even include the two worlds two voices tour oh, yeah. at all and yeah. obviously because of you got performed every night now there is also you know some versions of songs like for instance take you high if you remember on the piece by piece tour take you high was performed and then they she also kind of wove in uh when doves cry by prince there are two accounts for that song. There is Take You High Alone and then there is a Take You High When Doves Cry mashup that they use it's essentially it's the same performance they're just considering it different songs depending on the person who put it up on the, okay. the website so this is where you know some of the numbers get a little foggy but again i feel really confident about the songs that are rarely played versus the final numbers of the songs that have been played the most that's why the count for since you've been gone actually says 510 i'm willing to bet that's actually probably closer to 600 yeah now, I have a question. So, <clears throat> the list that we have, I'm going to preface, guys. Jeremy did a lot of the homework. I was on vacation. So, thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. Um, I probably shouldn't be admitting this, but I am. Because I have questions. Yeah. Because other people may have questions as well. So, I'm going to throw out a song. It, uh, we'll throw out Where Is Your Heart. We haven't heard that in a while. And I'm guessing she played it a decent amount during the breakaway era. Did she play it like enough? Where it didn't make our like less than twenty performances list. Yeah, yeah. According to set list, it was performed sixty one times, and okay. and just in the year two thousand five. Wow. 
So there's yes. going to be a lot of songs that we're not going to talk about that I would love to hear again and wish they were played more. And they really have not been played in 15 plus years, but they didn't necessarily make the list because they did get the light of day. Yeah. Back in it's back in their heyday. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be interesting. And it's surprising because we have a list of five songs that are released songs that have only been played one time. Yeah. Which is wild. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And and a couple of them have never been performed in the United States. Yeah. I'm seeing two right in front of me. Yep. You know, most of these Jeremy and I have not seen live, but there are a few that we have and we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, in fact, let's let's start with, you know, the songs that are have a bit more performances and we'll work our way down to the songs that have just one performance. And yeah. these are songs on the list that have less than 20 total live performances throughout Kelly's 20 years of touring. Now, you have to understand, Kelly has had 16 tours. And this is everything from the American Idols tour all the way up to the Meaning of Life tour. And it also includes the sort of the mini tour that she did. It includes the All I Ever Wanted State Fair tour. It includes everything. You know what it also includes? What's that? It also includes some like corporate events that is I was looking at some of these songs because I was like, did I see this live? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. And I probably didn't. A lot of corporate events that, you know, it wasn't something that fans could buy a ticket to. And there was also a lot of Setlist FM also counts like a Jimmy Fallon or yep. the Today Show. So those yeah. are also things to keep in mind. So was it's I'd say the the list is mainly tour, but there are a couple instances where it was also like TV or corporate stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And and they also keep track of the Kelly Clarkson show as well. So oh. in some cases, not necessarily every day, but and for the most part they do. Now, one thing we also want to preface is that you're you're probably saying to yourself, well, there's a lot of songs she's only played one time because she does a lot of covers. We're not including any covers whatsoever in this list. I'm also uh not including any Christmas music because oh, obviously obviously when Christmas comes around hasn't been toured and, you know, wrapped in red songs don't get played a lot. That's understandable why those songs don't get performed all that much. Although we have a list of songs here that a lot of them are less than songs that have been performed from like wrapped in red. So none of those are in there. So don't, don't include covers and, and don't include Christmas albums. I even specifically did not want to include why you want to bring me down because I, I'm, I correct me if I'm wrong on this Pam, but I think why you want to bring me down is the only cover song that Kelly has ever recorded and put on a proper album. I'm not counting. Well, all I ever wanted. That was also. Was that who did that originally? Same band, Aranda. Okay, you're right. Okay, yeah, I remember that now. All I ever wanted, all the, but that was that's definitely not on. And our I guess list. if you want to count, like you know, it wasn't like Just Miss the Train technically a cover. And you get in a gray area there. Yeah. Well, and some people are like, well, what about Second Wind? I think technically, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Piece by Piece came out before Hero did. So I think Kelly's version actually came out before Marin Morris's version. Either way, it was presented as a song that Kelly was singing that was written by Marin, not presented as a cover. So, Pam, let's start with the songs that have less than 20 performances. And okay. the first one is, as you had said before, songs that you and I have actually seen in concert. So we sort of got to see some rarities. The first one on the list is I Don't Think About You from Meaning of Life. Now, I saw this song along with two others on this list of fewer than 20 performances at the Nouveau Evolve Festival in Cedar Rapids, Iowa in 2018. And that was the show. That was the show that had some questionable uh, history behind it. Yes, there's a lot of shady business uh, <laughs> at that show. And at the same time, it was also kind of an ultra rare set list for Kelly. I mean, she had a lot of the usual stuff. There was a lot of stuff in there that was sort of left over from the piece by piece tour, but this, and there was some early meaning of life performances, but we hadn't gotten the proper meaning of life tour yet. So we didn't have all these things worked out. And I don't think about you is one of the songs that got performed. It's only been performed 
uh, 11 times in total. And the, the Nubo show was, was one of them. And I was very shocked to find that I had actually seen that particular song. I thought I saw this live, but I could easily just be making this up because I went, I went to look and I, it was not any of the shows I'd been to. Mm-hmm. So I may have just been just like hallucinating and thought that something I saw on TV was something I saw in real life. But yeah. it's kind of surprising that this only got 11 performances because this was a single with the music video. Yeah. And this was also one of those songs that was performed primarily either on television or behind closed doors, so to speak, where we wouldn't necessarily be privy to. So like Setlist counts a couple of performances on The Voice and also some performances on Today Show. Is there a chance you saw it at the Today Show? No, I've never. Uh, oh, did I? Would have been I February of 2018. No, 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 no. That would have been an indoor thing. No, I've only seen her outside. Okay. Uh, there was also a Seth Meyers performance. There was an Ellen performance as well. And then there's some others. And, and some of our listeners might have to jump in here to tell us if these were corporate shows or if they were some other kind of show because there's one at Petco park in San Diego, which is the baseball stadium. So I don't know if she did a big concert after a show, after a game, because that would be during baseball season. And then she performed again a couple weeks later in San Diego at the convention center, like where they hold comic-con. And then there's another performance uh, in the following month at a convention center in Anaheim. So I'm, that makes me seem that makes me feel like she got brought in as a paid musical performer for some big convention. Yeah, that sounds corporate to me. Yeah. So that's eleven. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird that like not many of us have seen it. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of us feel like we have. It's just I don't know. It it's one of those. I, it's it's a, a Mandela effect song. It is. It totally is. And and here totally. I'm I'm sitting here looking at this and. I'm not a. I mean, yes, some of these shows definitely count as concerts, but they're they're all one offs. You know, this is yeah. obviously no tour. Uh, she didn't play it on the Meaning of Life tour, and a lot of these seem like corporate events, with the exception of the show that I went to, because there's another one here at the Minneapolis Armory that was the first performance of the song, and then you've got you know a bunch of like there's a hotel that she performed at in Arizona. And then there's the festival show that I went to that had, you know, six, seven thousand people at it. But but it was an open ticketed public event. So is it possible that was the only open to the public event that she performed that song? I don't know. Um, you saw history. Apparently. You didn't know it. You didn't know it. Uh, the next song is the tune from the Ugly Dolls soundtrack, Broken and Beautiful. Uh, we have that on our list. It's only been performed 13 times. Now. I can understand why she didn't perform it all that many times because the song was released with the movie right near the end of yeah. the Meaning of Life tour. In fact, I think she released it with like two or three Meaning of Life dates remaining. And yep. so it it was in the final few shows of that tour. It was. I went to one of those shows um, and I remember it had been out for less than a week. So mm-hmm. I was like really trying to learn it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, because it, because I went to the last show of the tour and she did it like the way that the Media Life tour was set up. It was like Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Um, so it came out. I don't know what day of the week it came out the song, but um, I went to that like, that Saturday show and it only been out for a handful of days, less than a week. And I'm like, I kind of know the song a little bit, not too well. Um, I really liked it. Yes, it's for a kids movie, but like it was like a fun song to hear live and like the, no one in the crowd. I mean, like a, a handful of people knew it, but like a lot of people did not know the song, rightfully so. So I did feel kind of cool. And I think they lie. played, they just played the lyric video on the video wall behind her, right? More or less. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Because I think they knew like, look, we're we're down to our last couple of shows for this tour. We're not going to go and program some big you know, no. thing for the performance of this song. If she's only going to do it a couple of times, because because after those few shows, it was it looks like it was primarily corporate shows and then television performances. Because it's The Voice, it's Kelly and Ryan, it's Today Show, it's Tonight Show. So 
yeah, very few people have seen this one actually in a public setting where everyone could come. Yeah, the only three like major concerts, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that they were <clears throat> performed at were Duluth, Georgia, which was like sort of the Atlanta show, mm-hmm. uh, Nashville, and Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. So if you weren't at any of those shows and you weren't at the corporate shows, that was pretty. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, the next one is one that I'm sure that Pam is very disappointed that has not been played more times, and that is Medicine. Well, here's the thing. I have seen it once, mm-hmm. and I saw it at the I, – I mentioned the story before. It was when Kelly, um, in 2017, she was going to do like a serious XM event. And it was a concert and she shows up and she's sick and she did like the Q&A with us. And then she came back a month later to do the concert because she felt bad or it was contractually obligated. I'm not really sure which. Yeah. Um. So she actually had performed this song at that show. And of course, I loved it. And of course, I was excited. But I'm going to tell you guys, it didn't translate as well live. Right. And I think that's why they didn't include it on the Meaning of Life set list. Now, is this the show that was at the Gramercy? Yes, the okay. Gramercy Theater, which yep. is a pretty small theater, and um, like Kelly would normally never play there, but because it was a promo event, they got a smaller crowd. Yeah, it didn't translate as well live because of that, like you know the vo- like vocal effect that they do, especially like in the bridge. Mm-hmm. You couldn't you couldn't hear it live. Like I know the concert, I think is on YouTube now. I think it is. Yeah. Um, and when when because it. Basically, the concert, we had it in person, obviously, and then they recorded it and played it back on SiriusXM multiple times for people all over the country to hear. And it, when they program, when they like mixed it afterwards, it sounds great. But live, you couldn't really hear that a focal effect. So it just didn't really work as well. So I'm not surprised that this kind of just didn't take off live. Yeah. Uh, as it were, Pam, I've seen medicine twice. Really? Yeah. Again, this was the second of the three rarity songs that got played at the Nubo Evolve show, Mm. but it also got played at the uh, Star 94 Christmas show when she played with the Bleachers uh, in December of 2017, and that was in Atlanta, and I was at that show too. That was the show that I sort of worked behind the scenes uh, on the radio station crew for that show. And so I was surprised when I looked down at the list of all the performances and it said the Coca-Cola Roxy. And I'm like, I was at that show. Do you have any memory of seeing it? I don't. Honestly, I don't. Um, I, I went on YouTube uh, to look up for clips and and such and, and try to get you know reacquainted. Maybe it was going to unlock a memory for me, but it, it really didn't. And I just remember being very excited because at the Nubo show, I had a feeling we were going to see some meaning of life stuff, but I didn't know how much but at the georgia show which was much closer to the release because that was in 2017 that was much closer to the release of the album i thought we were going to get a mostly christmas show because it was a christmas performance so i thought okay we're going to get a lot of wrapped in red and then you know we're going to get a couple of the big hits but she actually took some time to perform several uh songs from meaning of life that night i mean we got I know we got uh, obviously medicine. Uh, we got whole lot of woman. We got heat. Uh, we had uh, love so soft. So there was a, a good amount of meaning of life at that show. Funny thing was, we actually only got one Christmas song at that show, and she performed Christmas Eve. So we didn't even get underneath the she tree didn't that even, night. You didn't even get underneath the tree. Oh no. my god. No, Wild. I, I remember walking away from that show thinking, wow, that was a great show. I loved it. Weird that she didn't play very much Christmas music at a Christmas show. That's funny. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. The next one is Second Wind, which was performed 17 times in 2015. Yep. I saw this twice. This was Look at you. I know. Well, no, I have a more impressive one later. More like, oh gosh, I feel bad admitting this. <laughs> Second win. I show she played it. The piece by piece tour was a weird setup. Mm-hmm. At least in the beginning, I don't remember if they continued with it, but I remember the first couple weeks they were doing like a rotating set list, like an A, B, and C set list. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the songs like. Second wind, and we're going to come with other ones like Let Your Tears Fall. Like they were kind of rotating, 
Um, so like, you know, the first show would get set list A, then they go to B and then C and then kind of rotate it out. I think eventually they stopped doing that because it may have just been too hectic or they realized they didn't like playing certain songs. I'm not sure what the deal was, but it didn't last. Yeah. But Second Wind was a prime example of that. But I think they ended up doing this more consistently throughout the tour. Not every show got it, but a lot of that. 17 did. That's a decent amount. Um, so I saw it at two of the three of my shows that I went to. So um, I saw it at um, the Jersey show and the second night at Radio City. I only remember the second night at Radio City. I don't remember it in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember like I, like I, the performance itself, Like I don't remember it being anything like crazy spectacular. I just remember really enjoying it. Yeah. And being like, oh, my God, she's singing Second Wind. That's so exciting. That's really my only takeaway. <laughs> have, have you seen this one? According to this list, I have. <laughs> According to the list, <laughs> yeah, I I don't have any recollection of seeing this song because I I went to the piece by piece tour in Minneapolis, and it says that it was I, actually it was St. Paul, but it says that my my show had Second Wind, which I'll believe, um, but I don't I don't have any recollection of of seeing the song whatsoever. And this was the point where I didn't have the appreciation for this album that I do now. So anything that was off piece by piece that wasn't heartbeat song, I really didn't save in my memory that I'd seen it, you know? Yeah. Interesting. But apparently That's I've so seen interesting. it. Yeah. The next one is I, you know, I'm surprised she's sung this as much as she has because mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I've seen anyway, didn't I mm-hmm. for meaning a life. She's performed it 18 times in 2017 and 2018. I would have guessed this was one that she performed like five times. Maybe. Yeah. I'm shocked. This was one I did see at the Sirius XM show that I mentioned earlier. And I thought this was like one of the only times she's ever sung it. So I'm a little shocked at the moment. I remember really liking it. But I understand why it didn't make the full tour set list because I enjoyed it, but it wasn't necessarily the most exciting live. Yeah. No, I get that. And this was another one that was, this is the third song that I've also seen at the Nubo show. Uh, And again, made for a really unique, rare set list at that particular show. But yeah, this was not a memorable song for me. I remember seeing the song. I remember the song being played and thinking to myself, interesting choice at least it's a new song let's see and and every time a new song gets played i always sort of look at the crowd's reaction because i know how the song goes i'm listening to the song and i'm trying to enjoy the performance but i'm also looking around to see because i always want to know how people are going to react to a non-single being performed and i just remember this was sort of a bathroom song for a lot of people because they didn't know it and it was just you know it was just sort of there. Yeah. Again, I'm shocked that it had this many play count, this performance count. Like I just, and was this mainly at, at shows or was this mainly, do you know if this was mainly like corporate stuff? This looks like it had a few corporate shows. Uh, there's the, the Anaheim and the San Diego convention center. She did. It says she played this on Seth Meyers. I, why? Really? Yeah. I, I, I have a hard time thinking that that's a true statement. Because it says that she played this and I don't think about you, which I need to go back and look for that because what an odd combination of songs to play on TV. Yeah, she. I'm looking right now. She played it on Seth Meyers. I mean, I'm sure we had a memory of this for about a day back in 2018. <laughs> yeah. did, not stick in, did not stick in my memory whatsoever. But yeah, it looks like she did it at a few different corporate shows. Uh, there was a performance at the Nebraska State Fair, apparently, that she she broke out. Uh, this song so good for those people i suppose i think look you know it probably takes about roughly 20 or so 15 to 20 performances before you sort of realize okay this song isn't really working in the set list we're not seeing the kind of reaction that we would hope for from the crowd and so that could be a barometer as to whether or not they keep or dump a song from a set list absolutely because it hasn't been performed live since no all right, next category we're going to is songs with between six and ten performances, and there's not a lot on here. Just a reminder, yeah, that, again, we're pulling this information from setlist.fm, so these numbers may not be 100% accurate. 
but we've done everything we can to look at these numbers, specifically with these songs that have 20 or fewer performances, to try to see if we can make sure that we've got as close to the actual correct number as possible. But if you feel like we've definitely got one wrong, please let us know. Uh, we're not doing it intentionally. We're not doing it to try to sound smarter than anybody. This is just the information that we have. But yeah, Pam, there are two songs that have performances between six and ten times. And the first one is all the way back to Breakaway and You Found Me. I'm surprised this didn't get played more on those tours. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's probably my least favorite from from Breakaway. I don't know. I feel like it would be a good song to play live. And especially in, you know, 2005, you know, she's only on her second album. She has a decent amount of songs, but like she doesn't have like the crazy discography where she, you know, doesn't sing any deep cuts. Like this is a deep cut. I would have assumed that would have lasted a bit longer. Right. Had Have you seen it? I've never seen it. No. Mm, no. I mean, honestly, the rest of the list that we have on here, I've only seen one more song. So just to preface that. Uh, um, if you saw Kelly uh, on the, and this would have been the Breakaway Tour. This is early. Yeah. So if you'd have seen, well, now I, now I want to double check my, my math here to make sure I got it right. Because she performed it in 2005. So actually, this could have been either Breakaway or Hazel Eyes. I want to. I want to do a quick check and see which one it would have been. Looks like this would have been Hazel Eyes tour. Yeah. Break late breakaway, early Hazel Eyes tour that this song could have shown up. Okay. So like if you were, let's say if you were at the show in Atlantic city for the Hazel Eyes tour would have been July 27th, 2005. You got to see you found me. Oh, if only I was there. If only. If only I was in. The, I was in the state. That's about it. Was yeah, Was Breakaway is... or Hazel Eyes your first tour? Neither. My December. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wah wah. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Yeah. This is one I'm very. I'm really shocked. Didn't make more. I'm really shocked to see this. Yeah. the The other song that's on the list of songs that only got performed between six to ten times is kind of not a big surprise, and that is her duet with Vince Gill, Don't Rush, uh, that was on the Greatest Hits album. This is understandable why it didn't get played very often, just because, A, it's a Greatest Hits extra track. You could make the argument that it's the lesser of all the new songs on the Greatest Hits package, and it's a duet with Vince Gill. So there's going to be fewer opportunities for her to perform that song at its best and the performances of it are pretty scattered there's only eight total performances and i'm assuming are they like a lot of them are like you know award shows or tv things like that there's a cma awards which was the first time she performed it which was not terribly long after the greatest hits came out or may have even been before uh she also did it uh, at cma fest the year after and then there's like uh, the Latitude 39 Festival in Indianapolis. And she also did it at one of the Microsoft Store uh, openings. Mm. And that's what, because I don't think all of the Microsoft Store shows have been accounted for. So that's why I think there could be some other selections that maybe have very either rare performances or songs that we are going to talk about on our list that might have a, an extra performance or two thanks to these Microsoft Store performances. Yeah, but yeah, that one's not a surprise at all. Would have been cool to see, but it's really hard to perform duets mm -hmm. when the other person isn't there. I mean, I know they did it plenty of times with Don't You Want to Stay with like the little hologram thing, yeah. but that's a it's a big ordeal to do all the time. Yeah, and that's why you're not going to hear that song on our list because it was performed plenty of times. Yeah. All right, our uh, next category is songs with just three to four performances. And one of them on here is pretty understandable. The other one is, I mean, maybe you shocking. could say. I think you, shocking. You think shocking? Really? Yeah. Okay. I would look at that I and be do. like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the first one with just three performances is I Dare You. And you want to kind of say, well, of course, first and foremost, that song came out in the height of the pandemic when nobody was doing concerts in 2020. And so Kelly did it twice. 
uh, on TV. And one of them, it was sort of a performance that she showcased on the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh, she did it again on the tonight show. And then she did a performance on BBC radio where she performed the song. So those are the only three public performances of I dare you. But again, it totally makes sense because nobody was touring. Yeah. The next one, I was a little shocked. It is The War is Over. Mm -hmm. This has only been performed about four times between 2011 and 2012. I don't know. This was another one of those things like, oh, this wasn't on the stronger set list. I just kind of assumed it was and my memory isn't great. So to see that on the list is only four times. I'm like, huh, I guess I haven't seen this before. Yeah. And funny enough, it's only been performed in the U.S. twice. And one of them was actually not too far from me. She performed at Summerfest in Milwaukee uh, back in 2012. She did a pretty short set list and of like and that made it. Yeah. Wow. Of, of eight songs, eight songs that made the list. The War is Over was one of them. Huh. Well, I don't know what the thinking behind that was. Well, and again, this is shortly now I'm getting all my my release dates mixed up because was Stronger out by June of 2012? Yes. Okay. So by that point, the album is out. She only did three songs from the new record. So she did Dark Side, she did Stronger, and she did The War Is Over. That's so weird. Isn't it? Oh my goodness. Especially at like a show, like a festival like that, where you're going to get a lot of casual fans. Yeah, for sure. normally play like the big hits only. Yeah. Yeah, Otherwise, she's only ever performed it overseas. So I don't know, again, if this is one of those ones where the band just wasn't feeling it and they have kept it off of subsequent set lists or, or what it was. But yeah, they only sort of tried it a couple of times. Yep. All right. Next category are songs that have she's only performed, to our knowledge, twice. Now, the first one. I have to say, um, I was at both of those shows. Really? Mm-hmm. Impressive. It was War Paint. And it was at uh, the opening night, I believe. Um, was it is in Hershey, I think? I think yep. it was in was it Hershey. Yeah, it was Hershey at the Hershey and, Park. And uh, that was opening at a piece by piece. And was the other show Radio City or was it Jersey? It was Jersey. It was Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was at both of those shows. I feel terrible. I don't remember these performances at all. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But I know I was there. Yeah. And they make, they make is, sense that you'd see them. This is so surprising that it only had two performances because this was such – it's such an upbeat, fun song. And I feel like it could do very, very well with crowds. Like, yeah. And I feel like people would really resonate with it even if they don't really know it. Mm-hmm. This was this was a shocker, and this was, I think, an, an example of the early like setless rotating, and then they just stop certain songs. This is a prime example of that. Yeah, but this should have gone way more. And I'm sorry for not remembering these. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds a little ungrateful. Now my memory is just a little fuzzy. Yeah, but I was there. I was uh, there. The other song, uh, or another one of the songs that just have two performances, is "The Sun Will Rise." This one I sort of understand because, again, yeah. it's a duet with Cara Diaguardi. And even though she did do a solo version on the Smokestack release, it's still, you know, it's made to be a duet. And I can understand. Again, it's a down tempo song, it's a down track list song, not super well known, possibly by your average uh, casual fan. So it's understandable that this maybe only would have gotten played twice uh, and it got played in New Hampshire in January of 2012 and then didn't get played again until December of that same year in Tennessee. And that's it. Those were the two performances of The Sun Will Rise. And Tennessee, that was, was that one of the House of Hope shows? It's entirely possible it was, since it was around Christmas time. Uh-huh. It might have been. And that and sure. for me, that sort of makes sense. Because it is sort of an uplifting, sort of positive message song. It makes sense for a night like that when you're performing that kind of a show. Yeah, I think it was. That's so interesting. I mean, it it was a night that had a really small set list. Yep. Yep. Nine songs. Yep. Closing with You Still Won't Know What It's Like. It was definitely the House of Hope show. Yep. 100%. All right. The next song is a song that I would have loved to see live. 
Um, March 2010, she performed Long Shot twice in South Africa. Those audiences, they're, they were in for such a treat. That's I gotta, so cool. I got to tell you, I would have sworn that in some point over the course of, I mean, how long has it been since All I Ever Wanted has been out? It's been out since 2009. Almost 14 years. I would have sworn that I'd seen this song live. Would have sworn to you that I had. And no. I have it. <laughs> it's crazy, but I would love to see this. It's never going to happen, but I would love to see this. But you know what? With this whole like Casey Classic thing, we never know what we're going to get. So it yep. could be this could easily pop up in three weeks from now. You have I, no idea. I was just thinking the exact same thing that this is the kind of song that would be ripe for a Casey Classic on the talk show. Plus, never mind the fact that it's a really up tempo song. But I would think that she would have fun going back and revisiting this one. This is an example of so- a song that I am convinced that she forgot existed. I'm. This is a prime example. So I would love for her to mess with all of us and just perform it. Speaking of Casey Classics, we now come to our next song on the list with only two performances. And this one we have, Breaking Your Own Heart. Now, the first time that this song got performed was back in 2012 when it was fresh off of the Stronger album. But then it doesn't get performed again for three years and it gets pulled out as a Casey classic on the Piece by Piece tour. But Pam, I see that you have put a little asterisk next to this particular song. Do you have some additions to this? Yeah, this we may consider this actually a three performance one. Depends if you want to get technical or not. She did do this on duets um, the summer of 2012 with That's Jason right. Farrell. That's so right. So that I don't expect to see on Setlist FM, but. That's another one, but still, even with two or three performances, this it's impressive that this only has such little. And it's crazy that the she did bring this back out for a KC classic because it's not one that like a lot of people really refer back to. Yeah, and when she performed it the first time in 2012, it was a fan request. Hmm. So the fact that it's even been performed at all, I mean, I I feel like this is a song that maybe was never intended to be on a set list. I don't know. No. No, I don't think so. The next song and the last song that we have with songs with just two performances is a song that probably shouldn't be on this list, but we know for a fact of two performances, maybe three, but we're keeping it at the two performances just because of what the internet is saying. And that is a song I'm actually really surprised didn't get played more. And that is Before Your Love. I don't get this. I just don't understand. So this was basically like a single ish from yeah, the show. Yeah. Now the internet says that she only played it on the American Idol finale. However, we do have solid proof of outside of Wikipedia. We have solid proof that it was performed at least on the American Idols tour because, and I'm going to hold this up for Pam. I have my handy dandy Kelly Clarkson, Miss Independent DVD. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And if you have this DVD, it in fact has a performance of Before Your Love from Washington, D.C. on the American Idols tour. The problem is is that we don't have an official accounting for how many times she actually performed this song because we don't have set lists from every single night because for the most part, they kept the set list the same. But there was a note added on Wikipedia that says that instead of playing a moment like this, she performed Before Your Love, which seems weird because you would think that they would want her to just play a moment like this because that was the coronation song. Why would you play sort of the secondary song in its place when people came out in theory to see her sing that song? Because at the time, that was the only that and Before Your Love were the only two original songs she had. And I don't understand why they just didn't include Before Your Love in the set list to begin with because it was definitely known. Like, there's a music video for it and everything. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, 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 I mean, it, it probably wasn't, like, like a huge radio smash uh, by any means. But, no. like, it was known. Like, it definitely got played on MTV when MTV was still relevant. So, like, I don't even understand why it wasn't in, like, the main set list to begin with and take out one of the covers. Yeah. Because Kelly performs on her own three times during the Idol tour. And one of them is Respect, 
Uh, she also did uh, Natural Woman. So she does two Aretha songs. And then she comes back near the end of the show to do a moment like this before the finale. And I'm thinking, why not swap out one of the Aretha songs? Although, yes, she was very well known for singing those on the show. Why not swap one of those out for Before Your Love and then do a moment like this every week or every night, rather, to nearly close out the show? So yeah. we don't have an exact accounting for exactly how many times Before Your Love got performed, but we're we're going with the Internet uh, numbers of the two times on the finale, but we definitely know that outside of the idols tour, she hasn't performed this since again, another song I think possibly potentially could be primed for a Casey classic. Oh, interesting. If she's willing to bring out a moment like this for the meaning of life tour. Yeah. Why not bring back before your love? Anything's possible. It's another song. Kelly probably forgot existed, but I, I love to like hypothesize which ones I think she may not remember. Yeah. Okay. We've got one category left and that is songs with just one performance. Now, before we get to this category, two things, one, just a reminder, these are the best numbers that we could find with the resources we have. Uh, There's a good chance that maybe some of these songs were performed a second or third, maybe even more, but they're just not readily available out there. Also, you're probably asking yourself, what about songs that never got performed? Uh, There are a handful of those. Uh, We we didn't go into those for this particular episode. We might go down and and explore that for a future episode uh, being, you know, songs that have never been performed live. But for this, this is the rare performances. So, you know, someone from uh, piece by piece has never been performed live. Except for the Kelly Clarkson show that we right. recently had. Yeah. Right, right. So, but we haven't seen that on tour. Uh, songs like that, we're not going to be talking about. But uh, there are a few songs on here that she has only performed, according to the internet, one time. And to our best knowledge, these numbers are accurate. So, again, if we're wrong, let us know. No harm in, you know, finding out that, you know, we have information that we didn't actually know. Go figure. So our first song is a song from Piece by Piece. It is Let Your Tears Fall. Um, and it was performed on July 12th, 2015 in Massachusetts. It was the second night of the Piece by Piece tour. And again, as I've said a few times today, that tour, they kind of were experimenting with rotating set lists with a handful of songs. And this was an example. But this was an example of a song that they only did once. Yeah. And I know I, 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 did, I was not at the show, but I had a couple friends who were... I have a feeling that this may have not continued. I feel like the pre-chorus may have been a little may have been a little difficult to sing. I'm just hearing it in my head and it seems very breathy. Yeah. I don't know if that's the actual reasoning behind it. I'm not surprised that this didn't really last also just because I don't know anyone who ever talks about this song. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a song that like fans are itching to hear live. It's good, but like I don't know. I always forget it exists. Yeah. Yeah. And this could very well have been a song that, you know, they got through rehearsals with, they were maybe a little iffy on. And then a lot of times when an artist goes out on tour, they will try out some songs early on in the first couple of shows. And then they tweak the set list from there based off of audience reaction or even just how the band is feeling for the song. And this could very well have been a a song that they did in rehearsals, thought, okay, let's see how it goes. If we don't like it, we'll take it out of the set list. And it could have gotten one performance and they just thought, you know what? No, we weren't feeling it. It's out of the set list. And that could very well have been the case for that song. Really bummer, but eh, it is what it is. At least we have the one live performance. It's probably up on YouTube somewhere, so we can just savor that. Yes. Uh, the next not song on the list is another one that has not been performed in the U.S. whatsoever, and that is Honestly. What a oh, man. This, this was performed once on the Stronger Tour in Australia in uh, 2012. Man, I would have, I would love to see this live. And, really? Oh, yeah. I love this song, and I can't imagine. Like, I... I love the studio version and I'm thinking it'll be even more intimate and more just spine chilling. That's the right word to use. Yeah. Um, to hear it live. So this is another song that maybe could pop up as a, you know, on the Kelly Okies, but we're never going to hear this other than that. We're never going to hear this live. 
Yeah. And it was a fan request in Australia. Thank you to whichever fan requested that. (laughs) We love you. Thank you. Uh, The next one on our list is one that I am scratching my head about because I have a hard time believing that this song never got played outside of being, again, a fan request in Canada. I would have thought for certain that Hello would have made a set list. It's even more surprising when they like recut it for Smokestack. So you would have thought she really liked it. Yeah. Oh, you know, and then she wanted to make it her own. So that's that's another like head scratch. You're just like, huh, this I didn't see this. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? There's a lot of those apparently where we're like, I thought I saw this. Okay. Apparently not. Uh, but yeah, yeah hello is uh, another fan request. And and maybe it's it says something about the fans and how we are not always necessarily on the same page when it comes to what song is a hit or what yeah. song is going to be popular in concert case in point sober where yeah a lot of people really dug that song and i and i know a lot of people who are ride or die for hello when uh when when the album came out and yet here we are still deprived of it to this day in concert and i think it would be a lot of fun to hear it totally the next one is a song I kind of understand that it didn't get more plays, but something still I feel like this could have done a bit more. Um, we're talking about my December era. This was uh, Can I Have a Kiss. It was only performed once. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it was during the U.S. US or Canada. One of the – I was either a U.S. or Canadian date. It was the, um, it was the U.S. date. It was, in, uh, it was in L.A. That's wild that it only got one – performance this was another one like you would have thought this would have gone at least a handful i would have liked to see this but i get that it's not the most like upbeat and exhilarating for the casual fan yeah still though and it's it's funny because you go in and you look at a lot of those my december songs are some of the ones that have are among the least played or are the ones that are easily forgotten which yeah. is sad considering how beloved that album is. Yeah. All right. You need to talk about this last song. Yeah. The last song on the list is sort of, it's a special um, addition to the list because it's actually an unreleased song. So we're still including it. This was the breakaway tour in 2005 when Kelly got a little anxious sometimes and would perform new songs and declare that they were going to be uh, either on the next album or this was when she was very openly declaring when she would be on other artists albums. I believe it was during the breakaway tour that she sang uh, a rascal flats cover and then would go on to tell people that she was going to be on their album later on that year or in the next year. And then ultimately that ended up not happening. We have pretty good solid evidence that it, we believe she was supposed to be a duet on what hurts the most. Obviously that never happened. She did perform it with rascal flats uh, on an award show, but that's the only time we ever saw her do it. Uh, We also saw during the breakaway tour that she did the song come here. Uh, Specifically, it was actually the hazel eyes tour breakaway era is what I mean. Uh, But the song we're talking about is all I know. And That song only got performed one time. It got performed during the encore of a show in California. I want to say it was LA or San Jose or San Francisco, somewhere, somewhere in California. And the bootleg of that particular song was wildly passed around. Lots of people have that particular bootleg and we all have the same one because this was the only time that song got performed. And she really didn't make a big meal out of the song. She just sort of performed it and then moved on. So I don't, I don't know whatever happened to this song. I, I don't know if they even never cut a demo for it, let alone uh, record a full version. And then didn't someone re- like refer to this on the Kelly Clarkson show earlier this year? There was like a fan. Yeah. I think they mentioned some of the lyrics. Uh, they, they And then Kelly was like, Oh my God, you're a real fan. Like something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who the, who the, the uh, person was who did it on the show, but like, I'd love to find out who they are. I mean, like, I know there's the video around. I can easily look it up. Like, I don't know them personally. 
Yeah. But yeah, this was a very cool rarity and like, thank goodness for whoever got that, that bootleg or else none of us would have really have ever heard this. Yeah. All right. So that's our list. Again, there are some songs out there that have never been performed live. We'll talk about those in another episode someday, uh, so to speak. And there were also some songs like, you know, Why You Want to Bring Me Down, for example, that like, you know, yes, Kelly recorded them. Do we put them under a song of hers? We put them under a cover. It's a little iffy. So we excluded off the list. There's definitely some discrepancies here. So like, don't hold us to this. If there's another song that she performed 12 times that we did not include, it's a little iffy. All right. So of those songs, Pam, what are a couple that you would actually really, I'm not saying that you want it to be permanently installed into a playlist or a set list rather but are there a couple that you would actually love to see perform live yeah again yeah or ever um i would love if i had to pick this list um the ones that i would really want to see live that i haven't would be long shot um you found me and what else those might be it Oh, and honestly. So did you so, did you get sort of um since you saw Medicine performed live, did you sort of feel like you you got what you wanted out of seeing that song live? You wouldn't want to see that in a set list? No, cuz I didn't like it live. Like okay. I like I, I know I love the song and I will always stand by loving the song, but there are sometimes there are certain songs that don't always translate as well live and vice versa. Sometimes it's better live than in the studio. We all know this. So I'm glad I saw it the one time, but it just didn't capture the same emotion of why I like the studio version. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, my list would be out of the ones we discussed, Long Shot, You Found Me, and Honestly. Those are the three that I've not seen on this list that I would love to. What about you? Uh, mine, Long Shot, is definitely on my list. Uh, I've made no secret about my love of that particular song. I will also throw a vote in for Second Wind. I know that that was on our list of songs that have been performed a little bit more often, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember having seen it. I mean, I truly don't. And so I want to go back and sort of hear it again and and hear her perform that song because I still listen to both Kelly and Maren Morris's versions of that song. I think it's a great song. I would also throw in a vote for Hello. I would uh, would love to see that in concert. The thing about it is, and we've and we've talked about this on the show before, that Kelly is now getting to the point where she is 20 years into her career. She is going to become more and more, unless she completely bucks the trend, that's not to say that that won't happen, but chances are she is going to become more and more of a greatest hits type of an artist yep. where she has such a back catalog that she knows good and well that people are coming to her shows to see the hits. They're not coming to see the, the deep tracks from my December or all I ever wanted. So there is going to be less and less real estate available in each set list. Once you get, you know, the 10 or so absolute must play big time singles out. And then you've got some room for a few songs from maybe a new record Usually there's, you know, two to four slots available for those. And then, you know, by that point, you've got a pretty long show, at least for for Kelly's. And a couple covers, maybe. Yeah. Then you've got, you know, potentially either a cover or a fan request or whatever, you know, sort of thing that they decide to do in the next go round. So and Kelly has never been one that has really, really long shows. Pop shows historically don't necessarily go really, really long. So you're working with roughly 90 to 120 minutes worth of material. There's not a lot of room left to play some extra sort of deep cuts because people are fickle. You know, they, they, they want to hear the hits. They want to get their money's worth when they come out to a show and they're not going to want to hear hello or medicine or long shot. Like they want to hear my life would suck without you. They want to hear because of you. They want to hear since you've been gone. Yep. And she's, probably most likely going to cater to those audiences unless she comes right out and says, look, this is a B side tour. I'm not oh, performing the hits. And and there's not going to happen though. There are artists who go out and do that. They're really, really big artists, but there are artists who go out and do that and say, look, this is not a greatest hit show. You're going to hear a lot of rarities in this show. And for some people we would love to see it. Those shows don't, 
you know, unless you're a Bruce Springsteen or an Eagles or Fleetwood Mac, like you don't or sell, Dave Matthews even. Yeah, I mean, you don't sell tickets doing those kinds of shows. Yeah. Yep. 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 Now, guys, let us know of the songs we spoke about. Um, have you seen any of these live? Um, or are there any on your list or on our list that you were dying to see live? Let mm-hmm. us know. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Miss Into Podcast. As always, if you listen to us on Apple, please consider leaving us a rating and review. And um, on the Spotify app, you can also leave a rating as well. Um, I think that about wraps it up for today, correct? Yes. Thank you, by the All way, right. again, for uh, for everybody who got us over 100 ratings on Spotify. We're over yes. 80 ratings now on Apple Podcasts. So if you do have Apple Podcasts and you haven't had a chance to give us a rating, we would love it if you could do it. You could even do it before you're done listening to this episode at this point. You can just pop the app open, give us a star rating, leave a review if you so choose. We would love it if you did, but it's not required. We are uh, trying to get ourselves up to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, so we would love it if you could participate when you have the time. We thank you in advance. All right, guys. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode and hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye. See you guys. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com. 